Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our introduction into the book of Daniel. We just got started. And so we're in the first chapter of Daniel. Remember what happened. Uh, King Jehoiakim of Babylon uh, was captured by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Jehoiakim was king of Judah. And so uh, Nebuchadnezzar hauls off Jehoiakim and some of the royal family and the nobles. In other words, some young sons of Israel, as well as the vessels, the gold vessels and silver vessels and things that were in the temple treasury goes back to Babylon with him. He places the stuff before his God, and then he calls for the youth of ones that had no defect, that were good-looking, that showed intelligence and wisdom and understanding and discerning the knowledge, that they were to be trained to serve in the king's court. And the king told him, Hey, I want you to give these guys a daily rations of my choice food, of my food and of my wine, the very food and the very wine which the king ate and drank, which you would think was the best stuff, and it is. And then he appointed that they would be educated for three years about all things related to the Chaldeans. And so that's what occurred. We're introduced to four of these young men. Verse 6 said, Now among them from the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. That's their Hebrew names. And in the previous episode, we went through the meaning of each one of those names. Well, the first thing they did was they gave him new names. Then the commander of the officials, and this guy is going to be very, very important because he's put in charge of at least these four guys right here, if not more. The commander of officials assigned new names to them. And to Daniel, he assigned the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. Now, most of us know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego by their Babylonian names because of the account that we have of them later on in the book. We'll see that when we get to it. Now, verse 8. But Daniel. Okay, well, what's the but related to? <laughs> right? Well, we're about to find out. Verse 8. But Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wine which he drank. So he sought permission from the commander of the officials that he might not defile himself. So the but here is in relationship to the king's food and the king's wine. Well, what's the problem with it? Well, we're not told particularly, but we, we have some major insights as to why Daniel did this. Daniel did not want to be defiled. He did not know whether this food had been offered to pagan gods. He didn't know where the food came from. In other words, he didn't know if the food was kosher or not. Some of it has been easy to tell. So if he brings out some lobster and some shrimp, he would have known, okay, I can't eat this. But we're not quite sure where the meat would have come from and things like that, and even the wine. If this was offered before a god, before it was brought to them, which is highly likely, then uh, Daniel did not want to defile himself. Now, when you look at the balance of the Scripture, we know that the actual eating of this would not have brought defilement. Paul talks about that a lot in the New Testament, okay? But we know that it had something to do with the heart and with the mind because it says Daniel made up his mind. Okay, It was a determination. And the bottom line is this. Daniel was going to adhere to the Mosaic law, to the Levitical law, particularly the dietary laws. 
he wasn't going to eat something that would have defiled him because a lot of it was out of ignorance. He didn't know what he was dealing with. So what did he seek to do? He sought permission from the commander of the officials that he might not defile him. He went to the guy that was over him, and he said, Hey, uh, is it okay if I don't eat this? Now, verse 9. Now, God granted Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the commander of the officials. This is big, folks. This is huge. This is gigantic, okay? Because it was God that granted favor. It's God that granted compassion. It wasn't because Daniel made a great argument. It wasn't because the commander of the officials in the flesh, okay, in the flesh, it wasn't because he in the flesh liked Daniel and his little entourage. It wasn't that at all. It is that God granted this. God's favor and compassion came upon the commander of the officials. Verse 10, And the commander of the officials said to Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king, who has appointed your food and your drink. For why should he see your faces looking more haggard than the youths who are, uh, are your own age? Then you will make me forfeit my head to the king. So the commander of the official says, hey, I'm afraid of the, the Lord my king. Why is he afraid of him? Well, the last sentence tells you. He was afraid of losing his head. Because if the king found out that this group of four right here did not eat the way that he commanded, and the reason they're looking haggard and the reason they're looking hurried and harried, <coughs> whatever it may be, is because of that, then the commanders of the official have been found at fault. Verse 11, But Daniel said to the overseer, whom the commander of the officials had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, and Mishael. Oh, wait a minute. We see something here. But Daniel says to the overseer, whom the commander of the officials had appointed over Daniel. So we got another guy here. You got an overseer. The commander of the officials said this, but now there's a, 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 a sublean under here, okay? So Daniel says to him, Please test your servants for 10 days and let us be given some vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be observed in your presence and the appearance of the youths who are eating the king's choice food and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter and tested them for 10 days. At the end of 10 days, their appearance seemed better, and they were fatter than all the youths who had been eating the king's choice food. So the overseer continued to withhold their choice food and the wine they were to drink and kept giving them the vegetables. So Daniel says, hey, you don't have to believe me about this. You don't have to trust me. And he's speaking to the overseer now. He said, let's put this to the test, and let's just put the test for 10 days. Now, remember, Daniel and the entire entourage and the group, we don't know exactly when Nebuchadnezzar made this decision to bring some of these folks in, okay, to serve, and we don't know when all that happened. Uh, but they had been captured. They had been hauled several hundred miles, I want to say 600 miles, by foot. Okay? They would not have been eaten really, really well. They probably had enough food to keep them alive. So in 10 days' time, there could have been a marked improvement. Well, there was a marked improvement because they were eating vegetables. The overseers saw it, but the improvement wasn't because uh, the others were eating keto and they were eating carbs. <laughs> okay, it wasn't because of that. It was because of heart of Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, that they did not want to defile themselves, and they wanted to keep the law of the Lord. Okay, they wanted to keep the law of the Lord. And they had an opportunity 
the overseer granted that to them, and they said, just test us and see if we're not better. Their appearance was better. They were better in every way. We're going to see that next episode, what happened to them. You know, sometimes we have not because we ask not. Sometimes we walk in fear. And one thing I want you to see about Daniel from the get-go, more than likely, we haven't talked about this, we don't know how old Daniel was at this time, but more than likely he was around the age of 15. Okay. Around the age of 15. I just use that because it's an easy number to do the math with when you start doing things later on. He might have been 17, might have been younger than that. We don't know. But he's right around that age. But he had a boldness, and that boldness was not because of him in the flesh and his personality and his character and this kind of thing. I think it was a boldness because he was trained in the Word of God. I think it's because he knew what the Lord said in his law, and we see this from the very beginning. He says, I don't want to defile myself. Is there not an option that we can explore? And you see him doing that with the commander of the officials. You see him doing with the overseer. You're going to see him having this type of relationship with Nebuchadnezzar. A bold relationship, speaking forth the truth, trusting in the Lord. We need more Daniels today, do we not? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.